Millie spent Saturday night in the mow with an old quilt. She refused to come inside. Finally, Junior had come up in the night with a lunch pail of cornbread, dried apples, and apricots, Pa's rabbit jerky, and his own canteen from the army full of fresh water. He sat for a long spell, just breathing, a hand on her knee as she half slept. Eventually, she turned under the blanket, scooted to the side. Junior lied back with his hands folded behind his head, still just breathing. Soon, she was on her back, too, head resting on her hands, like he was, blinking at the roof of the barn with him. Hey, Junior? Hey. Almost asleep. She had a million questions for him. She couldn't choose just one. Thanks for the grub, she said. He folded one arm around her. Pretty soon he was asleep. When he was snoring, she climbed over him and got to work. She knew it wouldn't be long before his nightmares came. She lit the kerosene lantern to show her the arrangement of letters on the floor. They were organized by date and author, mostly, but sometimes she clustered a few of the letters together when they were written about the same thing, the same subject. Some of the letters were not as important as others, and some not important at all. Boring, day-to-day stuff. How's your day been? How are things at the school? You're not going to believe what happened to me at the stables today, and so on. The lovey-dovey stuff in these letters seemed to Millie to be put in because it was expected, like wiping your feet or feeding the dog. Was that what love was, too? Doing day-to-day stuff every day because you're supposed to? Did not doing them lessen the love? She was still figuring it out, and she was still writing her story, the story of two lovey-dovers. She walked among the letters with the lantern, from one letter to the next, squatting sometimes to bring a sentence closer to her eyes. Sometimes a letter was important for obvious reasons, like when they began to plan their escape, but other times a letter struck her as important for reasons she did not know. Something rushed about it, maybe, like there was too much left out or maybe something about the handwriting or the way it was signed. Tommy had once said to her, You have to see what's not spelled out for you. She left the candles in their own wax near these letters to mark them. She would then spend a nighttime hour or two walking among them in bare feet, standing over them, reading, remembering, feeling, forming the story. And eventually it was this shape the story would take in her head— a few little flames fighting off the dark. Price, Kansas, October 1921 My darling Flora, Flora, my angel, my sweet darling angel, what will I do till I see you again? I curse time for its slowness, curse every foot, every inch of earth for separating us. I never would have dreamed this could happen to me, Flora. I never dreamed I would really fall in love. But, oh, have I ever fallen in love with you. As you asked, I will come for your letters in the night. Perhaps there will come a time when it is more than a letter I take with me. Quietly to your window, I will come upon my horse and take you away, if only for a stolen moment in the night. I will build my dreams on these moments until they are something real. Let us dream together, my darling Flora. We have the same dreams, the same hopes for ourselves, our lives, our homes, and even our children. Flora May, my darling, is it foolish for me to believe we can live these dreams together? Please, dream with me. Sincerely, 
Tommy. By this time it was a nighttime affair. Millie knew now, these months later, but had not yet known then that he was going to the mayor's house after the house was asleep. This was how they had exchanged their letters. Millie thought it was about the stupidest thing Tommy, who she knew was really smart, had ever done in his life. Riding a horse up to a house to get a letter is not something you can do quietly, no matter how good you are on a horse. He must have tied Sonnet to a tree and snuck up on foot, though that wouldn't fit into the fairy tale he had going on in his mind. For reasons Millie was still trying to figure out, they had had to keep this love of theirs a secret. Some of it had had something to do with Junior and Miss Flora. She knew that from what happened on Valentine's Day. But there had been another reason, a bigger reason, she felt, and she...